Assalamu alaikum. Peace and blessings be upon you in the name of God, the most gracious and the most merciful. All glory and praise belongs to God and salutating with salutations to the beloved and all the beloveds of God who include Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him and his holy family. Thank you so much for tuning into our fifth Divine Clinic Foundation podcast series called Healing is Believing. I'm your host, QW. Joining me is my co-host, the delightful Imam Saab. How are you today, Imam Saab? Wa alaikum salam. Alhamdulillah, all, all praise and blessings uh, be upon the one, the most glorious, the creator. And uh, very well, very well, thank you. And um, a special uh, sort of dedication shout out also to, um, you know, our teacher uh, as well, uh, master of the esoteric sciences. And also, a, you know, a big kind of um, mention as well to all those who have actually come forward and, you know, have, have managed to have their lives changed at, at the hands of, the, you know, the, by the friend of Allah SWT. So, yeah. So I just wanted to sort of open up with that with regards to yourself. And um, thank you again for having us on the show. Thank you. Yes, most definitely. We must thank our teacher who's enlightened us with immense inner wisdom and um, in the esoteric teachings um, in understanding our um, purpose. And as today's matter of discussion is the journey within. And when we reflect upon the journey within, it's imperative to kind of take a step back. And we saw and or we understood from last week on purification. Um, all of us, when we are born, have the soul in us, which comes into inception about 120 days into the womb, from my understanding. And it's important when we come to this world to be true to ourselves, to be honest. And it is through mastering the ego and purifying our hearts that align us to be transparent and true to who we are um, is then we are in, in essence paired with our soul. And when you come to understand your soul, is when you understand your purpose of existence. And when you understand your purpose of existence, then life itself and where you and why you were here and what is your calling all falls in such grace that in essence, it's really about helping one another. Um, and to do the righteousness in acting with nobility, uh, transparency, honesty, sincerity. And that is what this whole life journey within is, um, to me, is how I see it has unfolded, developed, and it's about listening to your inner voice, that compass that you have, and always trying to be true to it. And, this, and that does require to shut your mind, uh, but to use your heart as that is the most important organ we have in our body. So Imam Saab, how about if um, we open this up discussion on the journey within, 
what are your reflections? Well, um, I mean, the journey within is 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 a very very complex matter. It's not again, you know, from the perspective of what things are, as to opposed to what conjecturally one reads in books or understands from people who may not have attained the higher levels of consciousness. When you begin to understand that in existence everything is as it is and everything came to be when he said, be and it was. So what we understand is that our our development into this world from the time of inception as a child, you know, coming and growing into the world, we begin to start asking the questions. Yeah, why is a tree? You know, what 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 is this tree? Why is it here? Why are the stars in the sky? What you know? What are these sensations I can feel? What what is what is, what is rain? What what's its purpose? We try and understand the world around us. As we develop into adulthood, there is a sense of responsibility towards understanding ourselves through our environment. Um, and you can see that in the exoteric form of life, in the sense that you go to school, you follow the kind of social norm of society where you're going to school, you know, college, school, university, working, nine to five. But then you have those who break out of that mold. They don't work nine to five. They, they work five to nine. They work four hours a day. And they probably are the most successful um, of all people uh, in, in terms of exoteric um, function and functionality. So in the sense of uh, the wealthy businessmen of the world, how do they attain certain things and a grasp on what everybody else is working that nine to five and has fallen in to that kind of conditioning of life that they have begun to understand from seeing around them? So then you begin to understand that these businessmen, the reason why they become successful is because they understand and engage with the rules in which they begin to, in which everything seems to work by. So, for example, you begin to understand how a particular business works. And when you have that knowledge and understanding, as opposed to someone who doesn't, if you're able to make sweets at home, then you no longer need to buy sweets from the shop. You see what I'm saying to you? So that knowledge is very powerful because it gives you an extra edge. It gives you an extra dimension. And it, it brings along with it an added sense of value. So when we're looking at esoteric practice and esoteric understanding, and when we're looking at things from the classical viewpoint of Islam, I'm not talking about Islam in its current state and it's in its current many manifestations of what it is at the moment. I'm talking about the sort of the bare bones, stripped down um, classical teachings of the saints um, of, of God uh, of the past, in which one would have to go through that journey of seeking what was within, but they would have to strive with the outer in order to receive the inner illuminations uh, and the inner forms of peace. And that's what um, has to has to occur in this situation, you see. For example, uh, with regards to... Uh, with regards to our Prophet Muhammad, peace and blessings be upon him and his holy family and upon his companions, that when he was um, 
when he was reaching that stage of enlightenment himself, he was going up to the mountains and he was withdrawn from everyone else. So therefore, he took himself out of that condition of where everyone was with everybody else. Everyone was following the social norms of that time. And now what we're seeing is that they, you know, in terms of understanding the Prophet from acquiring deeper esoteric uh, practice, just from being withdrawn from everyone, because they were seeking answers and they were seeking nearness to God. And that's what, in an essence, you know, everybody on this on this planet, when they're looking at, you know, some, there's something miss, missing in their life. You know, there's something missing in their lives. Um, you know, that's right, because we get so conditioned with the outer systems that uh, take over our, our um, external and then influence our internal when... And you can somehow, along this journey of life, kind of lose that direction. So you, um, we know the truth is always the truth, whether it's Monday or Friday. And, and you're trying to steer right back into that alignment of staying, you know, within yourself, the, the, true, the true path. And, and there is a lot of external influences that deviate one and truly the ones who are operating from a, um, a state of awakening, as you mentioned with um, Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, who spent a lot of time reflecting. And we know reflection, meditation is so important as our day-to-day -day practice to understand ourselves, um, the essence of uh, detachment and not to be attached to outcomes, which then bring a sense of inner peace within us when things don't go as planned. And to understand we can plan all we want, but there's a higher power, which is God, who is the master planner and knows always what is best for us, especially when we are going on this journey within ourselves and the goal is to reach the apex to be one with God and truly we see those as they ascend with their consciousness you know the world outside who are attached to the systems unfortunately see that person as um, different eccentric, awkward. But if we all took a moment to reflect daily and make mindful meditation and meditation practices that have been blessed um, as per the classical teachings um, in reverence uh, with the names of God in, in them, really causes an inner sense of uh, joy and peace that um, happens in the soul. And that can be felt when you are very much in a purified state where your heart is clean and clear crystal. Um, the clarity, you know, is there in your vision. 
There is no negativity. Your environment is, um, is pleasant and allows you then to really, you know, um, go through this journey of life with such ease yes. that um, it's so beautiful because you've come to realize what your purpose was. And every day man is being tested in, in so many ways to kind of get them back onto, you know, the path of righteousness. And there's always a, a hidden meaning, as you could say, behind something that happens. And we can only blame man when something negative goes on. Or when something negative goes on within a man, you know, it's also... God is protecting the being from what could be worse or to reflect, to come back to God. Because at the end of the day, we know the journey is from him and we go back to him. And science is one thing that will not tap into the heart. It will use analogies of the mind. And it's so important in this journey of life, we you know, align our mind and heart to be as one. How else would you like to um, expand on this, Imam Saab? Well, I think you've you've actually, you know, you put quite a definitive uh, scope on that matter, really. But just to kind of bring everything to kind of like a wholesomeness as well, we have to understand that there are elements of divine law that are established in the Holy Quran. And what we have to understand is that those those divine laws that are within there are there for a purpose to guide man back to the straight path, the Sirat al-Mustaqeen. And that is the path of oneness with Allah. Now, one cannot attain that oneness without going through sacrifice, trial, tribulation, going through the unveilings, and even that in itself, you know, it's it can be quite a minefield. Um and this is the, the essential reason why you must have a teacher to guide you through these uh, these esoteric sciences. And that the higher dimensions of understanding, of worship, of reasoning, lie with the sacrifice that has been laid down over the last 1400 years in Islam itself. Islam is a very rich, cultivated, uh, honourable religion of peace, serenity, um, of moral standing, um, despite you know, the current mis, you know, sort of misguidance um, on what Islam means to many uninformed people today, that it's it's something quite barbaric, um, it's something, and but you see, even if you look at history, even at the time when Islam first emerged, that the uh, the Meccans at the time. They were, although a tribe of many tribes, actually, there were many tribes at that time, they were all, um, they were quite savage. But at the same time, they were also very respectable as well. So, which is a, which is a contrast in itself. Because how can you have a society which is uh, savage, but also very, um, very respectable towards each other in terms of rules and regulations? Um, it's not like today. Today, there is much disruption within 
a particular community because you know we have many different facets of of the individual because the one individual now can belong to many different tribes you see and that's where we have this um, because of this overcomplication this is the whole reason why many people um are having or finding it extremely difficult to seek uh, any form of the truth you see and, that, yeah and that they're trying uh, to find allow me something to, to yeah. attach to and it's it is because in the essence of Islam is about it, it. It says in the narrations in the Holy Quran, "Oh, you believer, oh, you believer," you know. And the um, the believer is the one who believes in God. And after Prophet Muhammad, um, there's been such dissections um, in uh, diversion of different sects in Islam which has caused so much uh, tyranny all over politics. And it's so important to have a teacher that is a true believer, a true believer, the one that is truly here to help all of humanity. And it's not here, you know, segregated to one particular sect, denomination. Being a friend of God, uh, the, a true friend of God we know makes no judgment on social class, faith, religion, gender, you know, and who are we to judge you know, in terms of this, this person or their principles are better. The essence of Islam is peace, submission. And that is really what the journey within is about. And it's important to um, reverence, give reverence to the, the past, you know, prophet and the last messenger, Prophet Muhammad, uh, peace be upon him, along with the vicegerents who have come through time as every era unfolds where there's no politics involved. It's just clear-cut righteousness to guide people to come back home because we know that this world is an illusion. Uh, so with this, uh, Imam Sa, before we um, wrap up today's podcast, uh, is there anything else you would like to expand or would you like to summarize for our audience regarding um, the journey within? Yes. Well, I would just like to say um, on the concluding statement that you just made, very quite beautifully and eloquently you put it there, that the journey within, it starts with submission and ends with submission. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's nothing Thank you. for that, you know, in terms of with everything else. And uh, I think people who have their hearts open to this uh, will understand, your listeners will understand this. You know, what, with, regards to, you know, with regards to the discussion that you're saying, and everything does, it, because we all came from God. And we go back to him. Inna lillahi wa inna ilahi rajiun. Let's start with submission, end with submission. That is the journey. Thank you for um, putting that as well into perspective. Uh, thank you to our audience in uh, listening to our podcast today. And we look forward um, to discussing with you uh, future 
our next week uh, podcast. And should you have any questions or um, any comments, feel free to connect with us at uh, info, I-N-F-O, at the Divine Clinic Foundation.org. That's info at the Divine Clinic Foundation.org. Or if you like to get some more um, information on what we do and how we can, how we're here to help all of humanity as um, www.thedivineclinicfoundation.org. Thank you. Assalamu alaikum. Mm-hmm.